is One Hitters, getting to know the guests of the Cannabis 101 podcast just a little more. This is One Hitters with Chad Hasten, the Director of Marketing for Stigma Grow. Are you ready for One Hitters? Have you ever said no to a One Hitter? Rarely. They're the greatest, eh? Like just Especially, a yeah. quick hoot and then back to your business. Agreed. Favorite THC strain? Well, I'm going to go with Banana Punch just because of what we're doing with it on the extract side right now. Um, But I've always been a huge fan of Girl Scout cookies right around the 18 to 20%. Uh, I was introduced to that in Colorado and it's kind of got a special spot in my heart. All right. Do you have a favorite CBD strain? I don't, but I have a favorite CBD product. Okay. Uh, It's actually Hexo. Um, They have a spray that I use. Elixir? Uh, Yes. And daily for me, when I was introduced, I'm I'm a long time consumer. Uh, but the the yin and yang of THC and CBD changed my life. And I only really discovered that about three or four years ago, just in time for there to be a slew of of legal products coming out. So yeah, yeah I, I would stand behind the Hexo. I love that spray because I know, boom, this is what I'm getting, done. consistent, done. I'm not guessing and, and just, it's over. But hey, it's, it's uh, CBD, I'm, I'm exactly with you. Uh, it's, it's changed my life. Uh, yeah. How about uh, favorite consumption method? So I am an old school joint roller. I love the ceremony of it. Um, every part of my box that I have, uh, you know, has tools that I think need to be used. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I have several vape pens. I've got dab rigs. I enjoy it all. At the end of the day, nothing really substitutes a, a, a perfectly rolled uh, joint or blunt. It's uh, it's so true. Um, the, my uh, uh, our educator on the show, Chris Ianson of, of Nova Cannabis says that's the best thing he doesn't start rolling a joint until his friends get there well mm-hmm. i guess pre-covid but there is that uh, ritualistic aspect i suck at rolling so i don't have a ritualistic but i love watching people roll a fine joint because yeah. it's an art and they know they're being watched yeah <laughs> exactly uh okay so do you have a favorite accessory is there one that maybe has a sentimental value or or anything like that i wish i could say sentimental value i am a little clumsy uh, i've broken a lot of bongs yeah. i've broken a lot of dab rigs actually two in the last uh, month ouch <laughs> uh, it's it's rough um actually i brought it right now it's a i believe it's puffco and it is the best little vape pen that I've ever had, uh, specifically for our Chapter One Cured Batter. So I like I've got a few Yokan tools that I use for shatter. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've got like like I said, I got a little my Billy Bong Thornton shelf, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that one for the setting right on medium oh. um, for our products, and it's got a, a handy little double tap where it just goes for 12 seconds, which is pretty much perfect for yeah. the draw that you want. Um, and it's easy to pack, and it's even got a little tool in the lid. Have you used one of these before? I haven't, but I've seen the Puffco Peak, mm-hmm. which is yes. the, the, the little bit bigger portable dad rig, dab yeah. rig. I've never seen that, and I was really looking for that portable dab rig. Now I'm thinking that could be even better. Well, I got this at the swag shop in uh, Red Deer. I and was just they, there a couple weeks ago, yeah. An excellent place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, I've only had this for a week and I think this is my new fave, so timely question. All right, uh, first experience. What do you remember about your first time, your first dance with Mary Jane? Well, it's funny because my first drink and my first joint was in the same two minutes. Wow. Uh, I grew up working in restaurants, so I was hanging out with people older than me at the time. And uh, there was a guy and a girl that took me out for the night 
and one of them handed me a joint, one of them handed me a beer, and said I had to finish both, basically, as my initiation. And wow. That I, I was 16 at the time, um, and I vaguely remember like the first 10 minutes of Quentin Tarantino's Four Rooms afterwards, and oh. then I was out like a light. Wow. That's a, it's a interesting way to get introduced. Not sure it's the best way that ah. I, I don't think I would introduce somebody that way, but it's not the legal, this is medicine way to do it. Um, and I was probably but it's a little young. At, at that time, it's, it's like, Hey, this is, you know, the first time I drank a beer was outside of a school dance that I wasn't going to, but these kids were drinking beer and they gave it to me and told me to swig it. Same thing. That's what I did. It's, there you go. I'm a child of the eighties. So we did things way differently back then. I, I'm a child of Pentecostal Christians. So <laughs> It's actually okay. funny because they say when you fall, you fall hard. And I literally embraced everything that I wasn't allowed all inside the first week of moving out at 16. Right. So, yeah. All right. Uh, one person you would love to get high with. Uh, funny. Actually, I read that question earlier. Um, my mom. Yeah. Just because she's so against it. Yes. Uh, I think that it would it would change her life as it did my dad when he finally came around a couple years ago. That's beautiful. I've actually had a lot of people say that, like my dad or my grandfather or this person, just because to, to show them that it's not the terrible things you've heard about and it actually could be a life changer. Certainly, and certainly when we start talking about CBD mm -hmm. and, and even the future of cannabis to be able to mold it to something so perfect, mm -hmm. a fit for your exact needs, yeah. it, it really is a wonder. Oh, CBD, CBG, uh, there's CBC out there, not the public broadcaster, but a really good, the, the amount of uh, things we're going to learn in the next little while is going to be uh, literally mind-blowing. Is there a famous person that you've been high with? Actually, yes, a, a few. All right. Um, so my a little bit of my world before I went into marketing uh, was events at COP. I was actually the event director. So I brought the Virgin Music Festival here. Oh, wow. And I became kind of the official paper supplier to the bands that had forgotten whatever they needed. Right. Um, so I got to sit down with Mother Mother and smoke a joint. And cool. they were some of the coolest. Uh, there was a few artists that night, but I, I would say Mother Mother was my coolest experience. That, that's such a, a neat... Um uh, I guess kind of look into when you're you're kind of you know getting what they need it's kind of like wow this band needs this it's kind of a glimpse into what the band is like maybe that you don't see on the stage you know what I mean it's like yeah well this band wants like this that's a really strange thing or this is this band is normal when you expected maybe them to want like only green M&Ms or something it's funny we dealt with a lot of riders and there's some funny things that yeah. are requested um, yeah with do you have papers is also such a great icebreaker. Yeah. Um, because even if I know what you're talking about and I have them, chances are we could probably smoke some of my weed as well. That's right. we in fact did. So. Yeah. And pre-legalization too, right? This, this so, was, yeah, this was about a decade ago. So, so yeah, so you're, you're you not- need those icebreakers. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, okay, if you could smoke a joint with any one fictional character, doesn't have to be to do with cannabis, but any kind of fictional character out there. Oh, brother. Um, huh. well, I mean, I, I guess I would just go with, uh, Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I think I'd like to maybe get in, get in that van in, in the late eighties. The that, green that, van that was made out of weed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, fictional characters. I think that's, yeah, I don't really know of many. That's interesting. I, I'd like to think on that a little longer. Uh, Up in Smoke was, uh, basically the, the, uh, cannabis movie that I was raised on. Kind of grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? It's, there you go. and I, we, me and my friends dressed 
as Cheech and Chong, we actually drove around in Brandon, Manitoba, smoking cigarettes, billowing out of my K car, dressed as Cheech and Chong, got pulled over by the cops, and said, oh, it's a Halloween costume. We did the old back there on the bumper routine. He, the cop was really cool about it, but yeah. uh, those two guys are, that's those are, they're my 420 characters. Do you have a, are they your favorite 420 character or do you have a different favorite 420 character? Well, before I forget, first of all, doesn't Tommy Chong have Alberta roots? He is from Edmonton. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, I'm half baked is kind of my mm. my go to for movies. I think it's funny when I look at some of the movies that I that I watched religiously in the late '90s. A lot of my vocabulary as an adult was kind of molded. So I'll go with Thorogood Jenkins. That you know my I I think that uh, that movie is so great. But you know you know the guys I love the most in that movie are are these guys. Yeah, well, back in the '60s, I used to smoke his shit on the street. Cops didn't say nothing. Hell, he's getting high too. Everybody was good. Oh, it wasn't a thing to do because it was a thing to do, you know. It was a thing to do because it got you high. Can you do it? I feel you. Now, that's why I'm doing it. I feel it. Man, you're cool as shit, mister. I hate to do it, but I got to charge you. That, that, that's 60 bucks. 60 bucks? Yeah. Man, I remember when a dime bag cost a dime. You know what I mean? You know how much condoms used to cost back in them days? How much? I don't know. I, we never used them. <laughs> My favorite is those side characters, like the John Stewart well, on Weed say, guy. Who knew John Stewart when he was doing the on Weed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's my like that movie is great, but I love those when they go and Scavenger, obviously with uh, Snoop Dogg, right? Yes, and well, Bob Saget actually <laughs> he says he's more recognized by that yeah. cameo than even Full House. Yeah. He walked down the street with his daughters. Yeah, they blurt out. Oh sucking. my God, some of that yeah. stuff that he says. Yeah. Um, okay, what about uh, do you have a favorite place to consume? It's sad, but I guess it's the garage for yeah. me. Uh, as a parent of young children, sure. um, I feel that uh, cannabis is a great fit for parenthood, uh, but I do try to keep it discreet. So I spend a lot of time in the garage. But, I mean, any anywhere outside, I'd say, mm -hmm. is, is my preferred place. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you, kids get to a certain age, and that conversation... Uh, it, it can be a lot easier now, I think, for parents with legalization. I think so. Yeah, a lot of the stigma would, would be gone by the yeah. time that they're ready to have an intelligent conversation. Imagine, like, your kids are going to grow up in a generation where there isn't that stigma that we had. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Right? That's it, the goal. That is the goal. Yeah, that's awesome. Long overdue. Uh, coolest place you've consumed? Well, actually, at COP. Um, we, this was before I worked there, uh, we kind of snuck up onto the 90 meter tower oh, at, wow. uh, at sunset, me and a girl I was dating at the time and smoked a joint up there and I'll never forget that. It was pretty good. That's I mean, awesome. I've forgotten the girl. Yeah, that's okay. The she place means nothing is good. to yeah. me, to my wife at home. She means nothing. It's about the 90 meter tower, but it was, it was pretty cool. And the danger of it and all that, it was cool. Yeah. It's like climbing up the moon tower in Dazed and Confused. There you go. Uh, the place you, is there a bucket list place you would like to get high? I think... For me, it's more future experiences, to your point. Like, for example, I have two boys. I, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to yeah. the first joint with them, you know, yeah. at an appropriate age or, um, you know, at a wedding or at a graduation or certain things I, I like to celebrate with cannabis. It's I'm not a big drinker, mm -hmm. so it's sort of my go-to. A normal setting, a normal celebration setting. Yeah, I think those are the types of things, uh, you know, my wife and I, I think we're going to renew our vows and I'm looking forward to like a... I saw a cake where instead of candles, it was all joints mm -hmm. and all your friends and family, be they smokers or not, you're not going to die. You have a drink when you don't want to drink. Let's all, you know, mm -hmm. so I, I think stuff like that is on my bucket list. It's, as far as 
travel destinations and all that. I, I did most of that in my 20s and right. 30s. Uh, I, I think it's great. I can't wait to go to the first wedding where it's a, there's a bud tender instead of bartender. Beautiful. Right? Yes. I want to go to those sort of uh, functions. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. do you want? I'll roll this up right for you. you know? Yeah. It's really, really cool. Rap, uh, if we had more rap friends, I think we would have already been to those. Yeah. Before I see this on Instagram. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Wiz Khalifa's got it covered. Yeah. Snoop Dogg has a guy that just... All he does is roll joints. He is in his entourage, just follows him around wherever he goes, and he is such a good joint roller, that's all it is. So Snoop always has a joint on handy. That's my lottery uh, uh, weed dream, is to have somebody that just, all they do is roll joints for me. Uh, Lenny Kravitz, I believe, was the pioneer in that regard. He, really? he hired, yeah, I remember that story came out about 20 years ago. Um, oh, wow. But to the point, I, I would never want to pay somebody for the glory that is yeah. that, See, that process. And for you, that's, yeah. For me, I'm like, I just, and I've, you could tr try to teach me. I'm all thumbs. So I, I would rather smoke a beautifully rolled joint by somebody else than the crappy joint I could roll. I hear you, man. Why not well, trust that's professionals why I just cones, to do what right? they do professionally? And I just pack cones now because Well, there's a lot of convenient easy. ways to roll yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, well, I, I, I dig it. Uh, what goes well with weed? Life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to what I said about parenting. I think that cannabis allows me to clearly disconnect from work into into my uh, private and personal life. Right. As well, I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. I started my family a little late in my in my late 30s. Um, so at the end of the day, when they want to run around as superheroes, I don't always, I'm not always in that mindset. But anyone that has smoked a good sativa knows mm -hmm. you just need a couple hoots and that energy there, that, mm -hmm. that um, I'm willing to be a little more silly and childlike. Uh, I think it's a wonderful fit. As well, it brings my stress way down. Uh, for all of the other parts of marriage and life and raising kids that is stressful. And that pe that uh, the, the Puffco that you showed me, that would be perfect for that, right? right? They have no Quick idea. hitter and done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite slang word for weed? What did you guys used to call weed growing up? Well, growing up, I, I called it, uh, you know, sin. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think jazz cabbage is probably my favorite. Jazz cabbage, yeah. that is awesome. I don't know if I've heard that one before. If you ever want to uh, break into my bank account, that's yeah, when I that's transfer. Right. That's what I. That's what I call cannabis. Jazz cabbage. Okay, let's wrap up with this favorite terpene. Well, I like. I mean, linalool. Uh, I, I like citrus, mango, um, but. I also like anything that fights anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, cannabis is a big anxiety fighter for me. So is mercine too lame and common? A no. Favorite? Well, lots of people uh, Limonene. bring that up. Yeah, those th those ones I'd say keep it simple. Plus, by saying that, I uh, cover everything that we're currently growing. There we go. This has been One Hitters with uh, Chad Hasten, Director of Marketing at Stigma Grow. Check out the full episode at Cannabis101podcast.ca. This has been One Hitters on the Cannabis 101 podcast. Hear full episodes and more at www.cannabis101podcast.ca.